1: 69 of the terrible book club nice i'm (laughs) i'm an interrupted paris and this is chris
0: hi i had to get it in i'm sorry
1: (laughs) jesus this time appropriately we read the haunted vagina by carlton mellick the (laughs) third
0: a distinguished man let me tell you
1: yes Uh, So if this is your first time listening to the show, that was probably a hell of an opening. Uh, What we do here at the Terrible Book Club is we read books that we assume will be bad based on their cover, title, summary, or some combination of those. So we read books that we would never read under normal circumstances. Usually this results in a disappointing and hilarious read, uh, but once in a while we end up liking the book. So this time... Uh, we read a book recommended by my friend Carol, so thank you for the recommendation, Carol. Uh, I think this one has actually only been in the queue since December, so hey, look at that. Sometimes we do get to things before yeah, the two-year. Mark it can happen. Up. Uh, so the haunted vagina was published in 2006 by uh, Avant Punk Book slash Eraserhead Press, and it is considered uh part of the bizarro fiction genre. So. These things aren't written to be intentionally bad, but they certainly are intentionally strange. Uh, so there are I mean, Chris, if you want to flip to the back of the book and, and read some of the other bizarro titles that are um, listed in the back there, there's a
0: there's, one, you know, um, you know, there's, there's to... some in the front too. the oh, front yeah. and back bizarre titles. Yeah, but I'll sure. start with the back first since you asked so nicely. Um, we have Meat Puppet Cabaret. Uh, the Greatest Fucking Moment in Sports <laughs> The Troublesome Amputee Tales from the Vinegar Wasteland Suicide Girls in the Afterlife and let's go to the front now for some more because I thought these are the older books by Carlton Merrick third here like Satan Burger Electric Jesus Corpse, separate book Sunset with a Beard Razor Wire Pubic Hair Teeth and Tongue Landscape, the Steel Breakfast Era. Steel as in metal, if that makes a difference to you. Uh, the Next one is the Baby Jesus Butt Pluck.
1: Yeah, there's a seems to be a theme here. Uh, fishy
0: fleshed.
1: Oh God. The you menstruating mall. Oh God. You know what, ocean
0: what? of lard.
1: Are, are you done? Okay, I'm done. I'm
0: done. Okay, good. Can
1: you you know what, just 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 hand me hand me that book? I I want to talk about content warnings, but. You know, before actually, there seems to be there seems to be an inscription here. Uh, Through me is the way to the city of woe. <laughs> Through me is the way to eternal pain. Through me is the way to a lost people. Justice moved my great creator. Divine power made me the supreme wisdom and the primal love. Before me, nothing else was created. Nothing but the eternal, and I last eternally. Abandon all hope, ye who enter here. Oh, jeez! All right, we're getting fucking Dante up in here and heading on through the gates of hell where was so,
0: that? i I don't even know where that was
1: <laughs> you see, Chris, uh, just like the haunted vagina is actually a gate to another dimension it's oh. a gate to hell, uh oh, I see. which is where we are in the content warnings, yeah, so um... uh, yeah, so in addition to our usual barnyard language. There's just a whole lot of graphic sex to talk about and macabre yep. things happening in conjunction with that sex. And there's yep. also a shit ton of extreme body horror. Like, this shit is not... Don't fucking listen to this episode if I, so you are squeamish.
0: Paris, Paris, you call it body horror. I guarantee you that the intent here was not to cause horror.
1: Well, we can... we can, You know what? Let's read the summary. and then, uh, And then we can talk about that.
0: Yeah, sure.
1: So once again... Fucking... Turn back now if yeah, this is listen, your warning.
0: Listen, guys, it's, it, it, there's some stuff that happens.
1: Yeah, so, all right, here's the summary for the haunted vagina. It's difficult to love a woman whose vagina is a gateway to the world of the dead. Yep. Steve is madly in love with his eccentric girlfriend, Stacy. Unfortunately, their sex life has been suffering as of late because Steve is worried about the odd noises that have been coming from Stacy's pubic region. She says that her vagina is haunted. She doesn't think it's that big of a deal. Steve, on the other hand, completely disagrees. When a living corpse climbs out of her during an awkward night of sex, Stacy learns that her vagina is actually a doorway to another world. She persuades Steve to climb inside of her to explore this strange new place, but once inside, Steve finds it difficult to return, especially once he meets an oddly attractive woman named Fig who lives within the lonely haunted world between Stacy's legs. A very strange and surprisingly touching love story, despite the deliberately asinine premise. With subtle humor, surreal erotica, and some genuinely creepy moments, The Haunted Vagina is a completely unique reading experience. You know, I agree with that I last agree. clause. I, I uh,
0: completely <laughs> agree. I, you know what? Honestly, he's selling it like it should be sold.
1: Yeah, I gotta say. Uh, it's pretty upfront there with what you're getting into. Uh, real simple characters. Uh, so we've got Steve, Stacy, Steve's uh, girlfriend. Fig, uh, a creature that lives inside of Stacy's uh, womb world microverse. is what I like
0: to call yeah, it.
1: Microverse, womb world, and then we've got some skeletons who are actually called zephyrins in the in the womb world. And this is a short one. This was only, I mean, this was a generous hundred and ten pages. I honestly feel like it was maybe twenty five, like real formatted, or like fifty, maybe. Uh, so it it's. Short and I won't say sweet, but it's brief.
0: It's, it's a flavor for sure. Well, actually, what would you describe the flavor of this oh, of this book?
1: I, oh Chris, I don't like
0: It's like a it's like a licorice. Like bitter. No. And- no
1: it's like a durian.
0: Okay, yeah. Those
1: things smell fucking horrible, but when you eat them, you're like, oh, that was all right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, actually, yeah. yeah. You know, at first glance, it looks like this is going to be the worst thing that I've ever done to myself. <laughs> and then when you're, like, kind of midway through it, you're like, yeah, actually, this this could have been worse. Yeah.
1: I, I'm really surprised. I'm glad that we both feel that way because I was like, wow, I can't believe I I can't believe that I'm finding something redeeming in this because I thought it was just going to be a total shit show. Turns uh, out it's,
0: it's not bad. Like yeah,
1: like it truly is unlike anything I've ever read because naturally, like it's super weird, but it's strangely competent, and it's strangely competent in a, I don't know, it, it in a it uses very simple prose, but it it's really effective in a lot of ways. So I, I don't know, Chris. Um, I don't know if you have any good lines that you might want to read now, or maybe we can get to it later, but.
0: So, uh, there's kind of two halves to this book. There's, like, the setup for Steve finding out about Stacy. You know what? Let's just start at the beginning before I really get into any prose because I feel like we should establish some general plot things before I just start reading a random page out of this book, because it'll get real weird real quick if I just pick at random and start. So, um, it starts out with Steve and Stacy meeting at a bus stop, and they decide to just be cuddle buddies that night.
1: They meet like, on a bus.
0: Oh, on the bus. I thought it yes, was the Yes, they, bus. Yeah, no, they on fall the bus.
1: asleep on each other on the bus, I believe. Yeah,
0: and they're like, hey, that was all right. How about if we slept together tonight? And Stacey's like, okay. And they do that for like three weeks before anything else happens? They don't even talk to each other or anything after. They don't know each
1: other's names or anything. It's It's weird. And so, this is actually the part of the book that I really hated was the beginning of it.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, So immediately it just sets up like, oh, that's how we met, and now we're boyfriend and girlfriend, we moved in together, and this is how I finally discovered that my girlfriend's vagina is haunted because she's always heard voices coming from it. And that's about all that Stacy and Steve—well, no, Stacy has experienced some things before when she was a younger child, but as far as Steve knows, there's just some voices or weird sounds in there. But then, after they get down to business one night, and it's explicitly— it, it, the whole scene is done all the way through from start to finish. Yeah, no, it's No tea is left real. out.
1: Yeah, we're not, I don't think we need to read the graphic uh, porn section of the book, yeah. so we can skip that.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's just, I guess, to get you started <laughs> for this, right? Uh,
1: yeah, honestly, <laughs> I I wondered about the inclusion of that, because it's like, no one's getting off to this, right? Like...
0: Oh, Paris! Oh, Paris, absolutely!
1: Oh, oh goddamn it! Paris,
0: absolutely! There's like three different fetishes happening at the same time in this book. All right,
1: all right well, you're gonna have to explain those fetishes to me.
0: Uh, latex, vor, and uh, <laughs> domination, maybe.
1: Oh, okay, domination. I see. Latex. Oh, oh. Later on. Okay. What the fuck is vor?
0: Uh, it's when you're swallowed by someone. Depends on if you're talking about soft vor or hard vor. Soft vor is just being swallowed whole and left otherwise able to get back out. hardvore is literally being chewed up in the process. I don't know if there's a distinction for specifically being swallowed into a stomach versus being swallowed up inside of a person. I believe they're both forms of war though
1: uh all right, yeah, you're right about that. those are definitely things that are happening, so yeah, um one time Af- after-, after they get
0: down to the business. Yep. Uh, a, a skeleton meat man climbs out of Stacy's vagina. Like that's what happens.
1: A skeleton. <laughs> there's no other... Yep. Just
0: happened. Didn't it have like some organs and stuff too?
1: No, it was just kind of covered in like icker or something. You know.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, that. So the whole thing climbs out of there, obviously defying every law of physics there ever was. Yeah. Which, of course, is creepy. And then they leave it on the floor after Steve uh, dispatches of it, and it just kind of starts melting.
1: Yeah, he hit it over the head with something, and it started, yeah, just disintegrating. And Stacy was obviously really upset. Like, Stacy and Steve are both like, all right, that oh, was I think, fucking crazy. Yeah, I
0: think it's a pretty upsetting... Imagine... No, don't.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's not imagine that happening. Uh, So they're despondent, there's skeleton goo all over their apartments, so they're like, you know what, let's go get a beer.
0: Yeah. So if they go
1: to a brewery that used to be a school, I guess, got turned into a brewery, and, you know, at this point in the book, somehow the brewery having a guest room is more surprising to me <laughs> than the skeleton that just crawled out of this lady's vagina. I'm like, a brewery with a guest room? Fucking sign me up, like, get, get me there. Where just get plastered
0: the- and fall asleep, please.
1: Yeah, so they go to yes, yeah, so they go to a brewery that has like guest rooms. Uh so I mean, I guess it could just be a hotel with a bar, but it's described as a brewery with a guest room, yeah, which I guess it's primarily
0: could be... a brewery before any sleeping <laughs> right. area. So, so they so. get a room. I'm assuming this is like a percentage of the space kind of a thing, like it's 60% brewery, 40% room, so technically you have to call it a brewery. Yeah,
1: I don't I don't know, but that was wild. I was like, fuck, I need this. Like where can this <laughs> where can I go to this uh Anyway, They get a room, they get wicked drunk, uh, and then uh, eventually they end up talking. She tells him kind of the more involved backstory behind her vagina having voices. She's like, well, it hasn't always just been voices. When I was really little, there was a little girl that came out of me and was my playmate and my friend, and she would go back in like after we were done playing or whatever, and she was like, I thought it was a ghost. And he was like, Okay, well that's a little different than just sounds and also that's not a skeleton, so there's a lot going yeah. on in this vagina. <laughs> um, and so so like they eventually decide, Stacey's like, No, I want you to go explore in there. And so, and he's just like, yeah. I don't know, dude, that sounds like a yeah. fucking bad idea. And she's like, yeah, no, nah, nah, do yeah. it. I really, I need, I need someone, I need to know, I need to know what's going on in there. Like.
0: If you loved me, you would do this. If you love me, you will she,
1: crawl into my vagina and fight the skeletons.
0: Yeah, tall order. Which is and, now a sound yeah.
1: clip of me that exists. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So, so yeah, like, see, at first, see, like, this is the thing about this book, like, the characters for as simple as they need to be, because, honestly, we do really need to clip through all of this. There's no reason to linger. <laughs> no. uh, like, Steve is, like, they're reasonable characters, and there's reasonable reactions most of the time, where Steve is like, uh, no, I don't, w- don't want to do that? That sounds bad. And she's doing it by, like, she's literally holding herself open the size of a, like, uh, it's described as a basketball-sized hole. So it's um it's a scene for sure well
1: yeah and i mean honestly i would be terrified to be steve i can't believe he even does this eventually um and and i have i don't know i have
0: just to... needed a little bit of emotional blackmail
1: yeah just a little bit yeah stacy seems like she kind of sucks a little bit like i don't know she doesn't seem that great uh Not a, no yeah she no, seems a little she abusive <laughs>
0: To go in there with the if you love me, you'll do it thing. And then at first when it doesn't work, she just shaves his head so he's more aerodynamic. And greases him
1: up and gets him like Yeah, gets him naked, greases him up, shaves his head, and forces him to go back in. And um you know Also
0: she's masturbated the whole time. <sighs> yeah. Just so you, you, right. you just, just just so just so you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which just makes it even like, hey man, I thought this was like an exploration mission. Now you're masturbating. You're making it harder for me to fucking do this. Like, Jesus Christ. So he finally actually gets through. Yeah, And he does discover that, uh, you know, there is a gateway eventually once you go far enough. And he determines that the further you go into the vaginal canal the smaller you become so there's like a no
0: she determines that later oh sorry
1: so there's like a graduated mini verse happening here uh where i believe the entrance to the uterus is the other the, the womb world the other dimension yes uh,
0: uh-huh yeah
1: right so it's kind of like a pocket dimension in D. yes
0: yeah it's it's a bag of holding but it's a vagina of holding
1: yeah it's a vagina of holding yeah i mean and i had to think about it this way because otherwise i was i I don't know i don't know if i could have gotten through this so
0: i I mean uh, already the initial just getting your head in there when it's already not small is kind of a tall ask you know so (laughs) seriously some other bizarro stuff happening here
1: yeah, like, suddenly every sexual problem I've ever had in my life seems totally <laughs> insignificant after reading this chapter on the entry into the
0: Yeah, you didn't try world. to convince someone to climb inside all the way, I think.
1: Yep. Yeah, and I've never, I've never, no, never had somebody be like, hey, you want to crawl into this hole in my body? It's a little haunted. I need, I need to check it out. <laughs> I anyway. I need to go fucking spelunking yeah, inside of me. Steve yeah, no. falls
0: into a world that has, like, a, a weird blue-purple kind of sky, And there's like an ending to the fleshy part that turns into the regular world part. There's a cliff, and he like walks a little ways in, figures out that it's gonna be tough to get back up because he has to like try to find something. He finds a building, like an abandoned lodge.
1: Totally naked, right? Like, he this first time he got in there, he doesn't have any supplies.
0: Yeah, so uh, he go- finds this abandoned lodge in there, and there's some supplies and, like, an axe that he uses to climb back up the cliff and back out again. Even And, though s- and
1: overalls.
0: Yes. And uh,
1: <laughs> it, there's it's at this point where he, you know, he sees some skeletons just kind of hanging around, like living skeletons. Man, living skeletons again. We can't escape. Yep. It truly is October. <laughs> uh, and he he has the thought, my best defense if I run into anything will be to run away. And at that moment, I thought, Steve might be one of the smartest protagonists we've ever read.
0: <laughs> yep, absolutely. He's like, I, you know, I I do have this weapon, but the best chance of me finding anything in here, I'd better just fucking run away. Yeah. Which, completely re- once again, reasonably written characters.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then the next three pages, I have, oh, God, it's that fucking graveyard at the beginning of Dark Souls. Yeah, we're just in Dark Souls now because he gets chased by a bunch of fucking skeletons up the cliff.
0: Yep. Um, And he climbs back out and Stacy is like, after he gets all out of there and I guess cleaned off, I suppose, he goes to work for a little bit. And then he comes back to find she has just got a bunch of supplies for him. And she's like, you're going back in. You're going to document it all. And I don't know about you, Paris, but if I crawled inside somewhere, there was a pocket dimension on the other side with living skeletons in it. You couldn't. There's no way you could make me go back. There's no way you could make me go back.:
1: Yeah, I was really surprised that he went back
0: because cause he goes back
1: yeah, goes back, fully armored with like video recording equipment and I think some food or something.: He's got an
0: energy bar um, and some water.:
1: <laughs> Yeah, so he treats this like a a day hike you know into the womb worlds has a little bit of a couple of things you know couple of supplies some clothing some some recording equipment and she's got uh, a
0: gun too she got a gun for oh him right. somehow right.
1: he does have a gun and he comes upon this creature it's a female looking biped but her whole body is like very latexy this is where the latex fetish comes in that we discussed earlier and she's got these like curved back horns, kind of, and I think she has what, pink eyes and pink hair? Yeah. She's white with some pink splotches on her skin. You know, he talks to her and she speaks English, but in a strange way. She sounds weird.
0: Yeah, here, how about I just read chapter 34 right here, because let me tell you, the chapters are literally like a page and a half maybe. Yeah,
1: I don't know why there's there. it's broken up into chapters anyway. Continue.
0: Chapter 34. She takes me out into the street. There's a rock, she says to me, pointing at a tiny pebble in the road like I'd be interested. He's dumb. Home is better, she says. We walk further up the hill. Fig keeps talking to me in her creaky voice about the stupidest things. I fell down there, she says, pointing at a patch of dirt. That's mean, she says, pointing at a stick in the road. Those are funny, she says, pointing at a mushroom patch. I just walk with her, watching her unnatural footsteps and bouncy latex flesh. She looks like she could be Stacy's age, but seems pretty young. Early 20s. Maybe it's just her personality that makes her seem younger. She doesn't seem to need clothing. Her red feet don't get hurt against the ground. Her skin doesn't shiver when the wind picks up. She doesn't even seem to have nipples or pubic hair to hide. I take another picture of her. Do you remember someone named Stacy? I ask her, interrupting something about the different names she has for each cloud in the sky. She says, Stacy says I don't exist. You weren't friends when you were kids? I ask. Stacy's not my friend, she says, pouting. We continue up the road. The wrought iron houses become normal houses. I pause to take another picture. The black metal stops halfway through the homes here. One half is wooden and perfectly constructed. The other half is distorted and black. I point at the black and ask the girl, what is that? That's the cancer, she says. Cancer? I ask. It took everyone away, she says. There's a chapter for you.
1: Yeah, so basically, this is where the book gets interesting and kind of captivating. Because once you get past that, like, graphic sex, weird social interactions, a skeleton crawling out of a vagina, a guy crawling into a vagina. Like, once he gets into the womb world, it sort of becomes this, I don't know, fairy tale? It's like, like a and it's super weird,
0: bizarro fairy tale with, like, this really weird, unnerving setting, which, like, I guess gets the job done, right? Yeah, like sort it's... of
1: like a, like a sci-fi... Fairy tale, uh, horror, fairy tale. Yeah, Slash I,
0: trapped inside a CGI early '90s computer game
1: kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's really weird for me to to have compliments about this book, <laughs> but I guess I do.
0: I would, like um, he, he's trying to be unnerving about this weird ass world, and that's how I felt. And he did a good job with it.
1: Yeah, I gotta say it was. It, so the sim- the simple prose and. Uh, the latter ideas in the book are, are actually pretty effective. Yeah, I I found myself like interested in this world. I I feel like I forgot pretty quickly that we were inside of a vagina, right? Like yeah. <laughs> like. Uh, and except
0: the part where um Stacy cheats on Steve and well, a, a flood of cum comes yeah. and washes so many things away.
1: Uh, well, yeah, we should talk about. Uh, talk about the rest of the story. So yeah,
0: yeah, and
1: Steve, uh, ends uh, Steve. You know, Fig is like, we're gonna play, and Steve's like, yeah, whatever. So she takes him on this tour of, you know, the mini verse here, and that was the part that Chris read actually, where they're walking through, and um, the first part of the kind of living area village, I guess, is all fucked up, and it's it's all this like this. These structures that have been melted and kind of turned into black metal, and that's what she said was the cancer. Uh, was the cancer, and I'm not sure if that's real cancer or if that was real uterus
0: cancer, maybe
1: could have been also maybe could have been a metaphor for something. I it doesn't really go anywhere, no, it doesn't go anywhere, and I didn't really think about it much until you had reread that passage to me, but uh, and then finally they get to the intact part of the village with other people who are similar to Fig uh, they're they're diff- maybe differently colored but they all kind of have that same latexy weirdness about them nobody else really speaks English though and she's like we're gonna have dinner with my family and he's like okay and they sit down to dinner but dinner is just them like playing with yarn yeah like they don't have a concept of
0: they don't need to eat, eat.
1: Yeah, they don't need to eat, so that's weird. So he was like hoping for food, but there's nothing. Um and then eventually, you know, Steve's like, Alright, I gotta go and she's like, No, mm you're not going and he's like, No, no, I gotta I gotta go, it's cool. And he tries to leave, but she sicks the skeletons, the Zephyrins, on him, and they fucking throw him in a hole.
0: Yep. It's a mine and... shaft with a rubbery bouncy bottom.
1: Yep and he is just kind of stuck in this weird prison and after i don't know what is it a few days weeks i guess he does he has no sense of time right this world yeah. doesn't have like a setting sun or anything nope you know he uh he's just like oh well at least i'm at least i'm technically next to stacy you know cuz he's in this this pit or whatever and eventually and i didn't see this this twist coming i don't know if you did chris um but after some time <coughs> excuse me after some time he starts turning into one of these creatures. So he starts getting the latexy flesh and his voice changes and he doesn't need to eat anymore and all this stuff and once he's done transforming Fig finds him and gets him out and they you know and then they kind of i don't know start seeing each other
0: yeah you in know in the
1: world uh and
0: not much else to do i guess
1: yeah uh and he's really happy with Fig and falls in love with her and they are going to start a family i guess and i and i don't remember when the cum flood happens uh, <laughs> it's a but... little
0: bit like after just after she pulls him out of the pit and after he's turned into this other worldly being yeah it happens after that and everyone is like yay it happened yay the thing that we wanted to happen happened
1: yeah and steve's like i can't believe she fucking cheated on me so stacy not only cheated on him but also got pregnant uh, immediately just immediately immediately. very fertile woman i don't know the time was right uh and so i guess the village was wanted this pregnancy because i think it means that they get to live on in the next womb
0: i guess
1: was what i gathered
0: yeah so like
1: they want their host woman to become pregnant with a female child that they can move into the the new womb, yeah, it, I guess Steve right.
0: just figured out that or assumed that you get subsumed into the new person that's in there, and if it's a girl, maybe you can get out in eighteen years. I don't know why it has to be eighteen years if like uh
1: I think I think it was just because he knew that the child would be under um Stacy's control until it was eighteen legally,
0: oh, all right well. right,
1: uh, yeah, and so like after I don't know, after months go by. He is randomly able to get a radio signal because he had a radio with him, uh, and does talk to Stacy. You know, and Stacy's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I just had a, I was just so distraught that you were you were gone, and I so I had sex with a random guy." And kind he of was fucked like, up, man.
0: I got gotta say, like... yeah,
1: dude. And he was just like, "Yeah, whatever. I'm like in love now. Fig is really cool, and my life is awesome." And Stacy's like, yeah, I guess, and it's just, I don't know, it's actually really sad. Yeah. But then, but <laughs> then he, but then Steve is like, yeah, actually, Stacy was kind of a fucking bitch. Like she sucked. This is way better. And I was like, you go, Steve.
0: I mean, <laughs> I, you, you go. I guess if that, you know, if you're fine with it, then cool, man. It doesn't seem like there's much to do in there except wait for to get cummed on. But like, well, I, you know,
1: yeah, I or mean, or play with
0: was, yard. I don't know, like,
1: yeah, it's pretty weird, but. He was saying that I guess he he was saying he feels like it was true love because the spe the, these creatures that live in this world um, they only mate with the right person when that person turns into the species or I don't know there was some half ass explanation tacked on at the end there about true rubber people love I guess <laughs> true um,
0: latexy love
1: true latex love. Uh, and yeah, so he lives happily ever after in the mini womb verse, and Stacy has to live with her terrible life decisions of forcing someone to go into her womb mini verse and then getting impregnated by a rando.
0: Maybe he stuck around. Uh, I don't know. Probably not. Uh, you know what? Honestly, if <laughs> it, you know, if Stacy even began to explain her pack story to me, backstory. I think I would run away as fast as I could even if she said she was pregnant, which normally I wouldn't do.
1: <laughs> I will say this book definitely had a twist in it that I didn't expect. Like I did not expect Steve to transform into that into a creature and like end his life happily ever after in this weird kind of fairy tale world. Um I just figured it was going to be really weird and graphic and like violent for the rest of it just like it was the beginning but then it wasn't
0: no uh the only uh, graphic point was that one sex scene which like i said is pretty much designed i think just to get the juices going or something
1: oh god why would you use that phrase (laughs) anyway yeah you gotta get that skeleton out of there right gotta get the juices flowing yeah Uh, um But uh, somehow this book did manage to make pregnancy more terrifying than it yeah. already is to me. Uh-huh. And, and it's like, pregnancy is like one of the most terrifying things.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, it sounds... It, it, I guess there is that body horror element that we talked... So <laughs> we mentioned before body horror versus jerk-off material. And it, there's definitely a crossing of those two streams here. But I think the latexy part is supposed to be arousing?
1: Is it supposed to be? I don't know. Probably. Maybe. I mean, I don't, I don't really know any. You know, I don't have that particular fetish, so I. I, no I definitely
0: know there's some people that. I was going to say,
1: I definitely do. And I feel no, like, oh uh-uh.
0: no. no, 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 learning
1: something new. Not so another thing new.
0: I know we've talked many a time about some things I might enjoy on this podcast. That's not one of them. Much like I also don't. I don't get the idea of, like, hey, let me crawl inside you as being uh, a thing.
1: Yeah, that's horrifying. I'm all set. So,
0: I mean, like I said, I'm sure people, there was people, if they read that, reading this would be like, finally, this man understands. But I... So I, I don't know how much of it is supposed to be horrifying versus arousing.
1: Well, I think maybe that is... That does seem to be sort of the hallmark of this bizarro genre is merging... sex and horror and all kinds of graphic shit into a narrative that, you know, most people normally wouldn't touch. Uh, So it's definitely a genre that I would not willingly stumble into again, I'll say that. Uh, But, yeah, there is is something strangely compelling about the latter part of this book and that sort of, yeah, the sort of weird fairy. Like, if this had been a story about a guy i don't know like
0: if he didn't have to crawl in there through a woman
1: right if-, if he didn't have to get to the the weird universe through an actual vagina i think i really would have enjoyed it like if if the vagina part was something else was if it was like i don't know he fell into a fucking porta potty or like he fell yeah. into, i don't know like yeah. somehow that's that's less horrifying or yeah like if he just so i mean really i guess The other point I'm trying to make here is that despite the fact that this story is part of this bizarro fiction genre, it's honestly not. The main elements are not that different from any other kind of sort of dimension hopping fantasy. Yeah, it's just
0: how you get there is.
1: is particularly odd. Uh, but yeah so i I don't know I guess this this book does get some points for fucking originality uh and I was impressed by how effective the writing was at times um yeah Chris I don't know if you have if you have anything else earmarked like a section that I a mean, section or a phrase or some the, sentence. The only good. other I, thing I, I, I have to mention
0: I that I, I forgot to mention while we were talking about the, you know, they like, they had that skeleton that came out and they just like kind of left it on the floor disintegrating. Mm-hmm. They never clean that up. No. They, why would you never? They just drape a jacket over it and like <laughs> walk around. What is wrong with you people? That's no, Chris, the most disturbing these... thing in the whole part po- of the whole book.
1: You know what? These characters are not really uh, your average redeemable folks they seem kind of
0: did the guy who stacy cheated on steve with have to walk around the zombie goo and just be like i don't know what that is but i'm about to get laid so whatever
1: uh probably i mean that's Uh, god in heaven yeah uh so i i don't i wouldn't i wouldn't recommend this book yeah that's for a variety of reasons yeah
0: yeah like i had to you asked me as I was coming home from work today, because we're recording this immediately after I came home from work. It's
1: fucking late. This is a sleepy-ass terrible book club, let me you tell you. You said,
0: hey, can you find a good passage to maybe read uh, while you're coming home? And the thought of me having to pull this book out of my bag <laughs> in, on a, like a fairly packed late-night train, honestly, like, someone would have seen the cover, man. So I just waited until I got home and flipped to a random chapter and be like, Yeah, that's fine and (laughs) decided.
1: Yeah, like I'm not I'm not saying this is great, but I will say this shit seemed like it was edited and seemed like there was care put into the writing. More so than a lot of other things we've read. On right, the show. that's
0: kind of the hysterical part about yeah, this whole thing. That is... fucking
1: blew my mind. I was like, "Holy shit, this is competent." Like, once you what? get
0: once you get in the womb world, it's just like this really weird surrealist story. Which, if you're into that, that you, it's here. It's it's fine if you like that.
1: Yeah. So I guess
0: could I we guess fix I it? Is there anything to fix? Mm. I guess just the entry point, right? huh huh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like um, i mean like even then there, there's something to it i like honestly if it, i think if you left out the graphic sex part
1: yeah like for me it's then, like the absurdist setting and the graphic sex right at the beginning are both really hard to overcome but i i feel like you're rewarded if you kind of like push on through and then like kinda, and it, no it, i didn't
0: mean oh, oh. it it kind of does make the most sense that way i guess because if like you're gonna have someone crawl in another human being there's probably going to be some sexy stuff on the way there.
1: Well, not necessarily, right? Like, this could have taking place like in a hospital OB-G- it's like an OBG yeah yeah like i could have gone in for my annual physical like i did yesterday and you know maybe my doctor was like hey you got some voices coming out of there i gotta <laughs> i gotta check that out and they're like you know what you know don't worry just lean back we have a we have a team on hand for this and, and like in files the, actually you know, yeah it would be way team.
0: better if there was a hospital ba- <laughs> like <laughs> they had a vagina spelunking team on hand yeah. in this hospital that would have yeah. been way better
1: yeah, like like it's just a totally like it's one of those things. It's like, oh yeah, you know, d- d- you'll be totally fine. This is a routine procedure. You know, it's it's not uh, it's not it's not common, but it's you know not rare. Uh, <laughs> you may not have heard of it, but you know, we had got this under control. And you're just like, you, know, All HIPAA, right, you don't I want guess. to violate
0: HIPAA. People have their privacy, please.
1: Right, right, and so you know, it, it's just that, and that's how the story starts. Like that could have been fine. <laughs> Actually, um, I
0: kind of like that intro way more.
1: <laughs> yeah, like it could have been. Uh, I don't know, like, someone could have accidentally got sucked into it in a pool, like, I don't know It could
0: have been <laughs> Like this, like, like... a The <sighs> vacuum effects when, like, she stands too wide or something
1: Yeah, I, I don't know, or like, uh, some kind of sporting accident <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Like Now we're just I coming could... up with all the ways that you could land inside of a vagina <laughs> Jumped off a roof too high and <laughs> yeah. someone was walking by.
1: Exactly. Sporting accident. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh yeah, man, I don't know. You could be going for the what's the what's the thing where you run with the big stick and then you propel yourself over a thing?
0: A pole vault?
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, right. Pole vault gone wrong. How like, did the you pole vault
0: get erased from your memory?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, Chris, like I said, this is fucking Terrible sleep, terribly sleepy book club tonight.
0: Now I'm just thinking about the pole vaulter just <laughs> completely overshooting and somehow landing in the stands where someone had their legs
1: wide. Open. No, no, the opposite, Chris. The pole vaulter themselves is the oh. one with the cavernous oh. movers, <laughs> and they land in the audience and just
0: whoop. They, they, they tore just... their their uh, vaulting shorts on the way. Up. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it was a really serious overshoot. I like that uh, we had a
0: completely reverse idea <laughs> of who was going inside.
1: All right, let's come up with some other ways this could happen. Uh, uh Apparently there is a multitude that don't involve graphic sex. Uh
0: um, the old slip on a banana peel, of oh course. Oh yeah, slip that's on a just the peel. classic one, you know, if we just want to get get right into it if you just really need a way in there.
1: You know, what if what if the person with the the you know the mini womb verse you know they're wearing a short skirt they bend over to tie their shoe and someone walking behind them isn't paying attention oh god oh <laughs> yeah. oh no i'm never gonna get to work on time now oh, jesus that
0: person you know there's the extra pervy element of she wasn't wearing underwear because that's who she is and
1: yeah sure
0: That's how you get your sexy angle in there to make it extra weird.
1: Yeah, I guess.
0: Uh, I'm going with OBGYN SWAT team as my favorite (laughs) method of entry. Yeah, I think. I I don't think think I can top that.
1: No, I I think that's. Yeah, I think that's my favorite too. Um, Yeah, I I don't know, man. Like all those, sure, but yeah, or like it could have even been. It could have even started with like we were having sex and I was hearing voices and I thought someone was hiding under the bed or in the closet. But, you know, then she revealed to me that it was her vagina and I do not need the gross graphic sex element, but I think that's just part of this genre. And I understand that some people are fine with that or into it or whatever. Uh, I just, you know, I, I also, like me, I don't want love or sex in my stories. Get them the fuck out of here. If you've listened to the show before, you've heard my rants on these subjects. Um,
0: I don't mind some love here or there, but just the, you treat it as a very, like, on the way to another thing thing because we've all talked so much about how great it is to be like we've that story has been attempted so many times just shine a light on something else about being a human please
1: yeah I guess I mean again not my favorite thing like for the reasons we just said but I mean it was it was fine I guess uh yeah, I don't know. It's it's really hard to describe, but there is something strangely compelling about uh, yeah about the latter half of this book.
0: Honestly, like uh, the other thing is like it's sold as exactly as it should. If you're looking at like a lot of the material That's back true. here, especially like the other books and like the way the the blurbs are given here. Here's one dead bitch army. Step into a world filled with racist teenagers, cannibals, a hundred warped Arco Sam's automobiles with razor sharp teeth, living graffiti, and a pissed off zombie bitch out for revenge. 344 pages like yeah fine I, I, you're just getting straight to the point with it there's a, a thing here where you can like subscribe to the Avent Par- Avant Punk Book Club and it says oh are you tired of like trying to hunt these books down you can subscribe for 55 bucks and you can get these things sent to your home before their release dates no more waiting no more hassle just razor wire butt plugs all year round <laughs>
1: yes that's the best ad I've ever heard
0: Right? Yeah. Like, they know exactly what they're doing here, and it's it, it's well done for what they're trying to do. Bravo. Yeah,
1: I kind of, a pre- like, in a sea of fucking romance novels and fantasy books and vampire books and all this other shit we read all the time, I feel like all of those things are always like, oh, man, this is, like, the most critically acclaimed. This is going to be the best romance you'll ever read. These people are just so amazing and perfect and blah, but... Books like this, it's, I don't know, it's a lot more real, certainly. For one, you know, like Chris just pointed out, you know exactly what you're getting into. They don't mince words about what is getting discussed. It's very to the point. Um, and they don't make any claims about these books being amazing or the best or these characters being uh, fabulous and gorgeous and perfect and blah yeah, blah blah. Yeah, it's just like,
0: hey, you want some weird shit? Here's some weird shit.
1: Right, right. So there's no there's no pretense. And and that I can certainly respect about like this book and the genre. Uh I will say the cover is fucking horrible though. Jesus
0: Christ. So it's yeah, it's the graphic design, it's like a there's three things happen the, the middle is like sort of a stripe down the middle of like a weird blue sky and a CGI looking computer lady that's supposed to be fake and just like the most Awful CGI skeleton like nineties video game level skeleton hand reaching for her leg. And I'm guessing I'm guessing the background is supposed to be vagina walls, right? Like that's what that is.
1: Yeah, I mean I think that the inside cover says it was some artist on Deviant Art, and also keep in mind this was published in two thousand six, so computer graphics that most people had access to. Yeah, you can, get to, a, probably you can do a lot right.
0: better with Poser nowadays than is happening on this.
1: Yeah, yeah so, I mean.
0: Uh, it, that's The cover is actually probably the worst part.
1: Yeah, I mean the cover and the title are the things that really made me, like I remember when Carol was telling me about this I think this was I feel like she told me about this at our New Year's Eve party at Heavy Metal House. I think that's when she told me about it. It might have been at a different party here, but I think it was New Year's Eve. And I remember her saying, I've got a book for you. It's called The Haunted Vagina. And I like almost choked on a piece of fucking cheese. I was like, I'm sorry, what? And and then you're you know, always
0: mid cheese, aren't you, Paris?
1: I mean, fairly often I'm mid cheese. I'm frequently
0: mid cheese, too. So this is not a put down.
1: <laughs> I mean, dude, cheese. I, I love cheese too much. I can't. I can't not. Give me all your sharp cheddars. Give me all of them. The sharpest of your cheddars. Give me a cheddar at that a party, rips my if, mouth open.
0: If, if you're at a party with Paris, she's probably got some cheese nearby.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, right. You want to find me at a party? Find the cheese. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Or find, yeah, the cheese. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, pretty much just it. Just find just the cheese. Yeah, that's that's right. Oh, I feel so basic.
0: Oh, well, you know, sometimes good things are well loved for a reason, Paris. That You don't have to j- just be contrarian all the time.
1: No, I'm not. If, if
0: you're being I mean, counterculture, write a weird book about a haunted vagina uh, and don't put up any pretense about it. That's how you do it.
1: I guess like the most surprising thing about this is that it is that there are redeeming qualities to this book.
0: All right. All right. Like, One to ten. Holy shit. Rate it. One to ten. No, rate it.
1: I hate doing this on the spot.
0: <laughs> just, just I refuse. I refuse. Okay. Um, you're going to give is it five. Another, another scale? Like you always could- do. What? No, I'm giving this a 6.5.
1: <laughs> I love how you just picked the next number and then a
0: half. Yeah. Because you didn't know what else to say. No, it's, it, I mean, it, it's so quick and you know, like, in it, I read this in 45 minutes before I had worked. Were today. you going to say just...
1: the Haunted Vagina was in and out, Chris?
0: Oh, yes, it was. <laughs> it was a quick in and out with this one.
1: Oh, God. Oh, there's just no avoiding it.
0: So I just sat in the office at my job and I read this and the, like I showed up an hour early and I just sat and read it for forty five minutes and then taught people how to play music for seven hours after consuming this. <laughs> so there was, I had a weird vibe all day, is what I'm saying.
1: So while you're like, "All right, kids, play," fucking she's coming around the mountain. You were like, "Oh God,"
0: <laughs> just re- trying to internally process what just happened.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I, and this is episode sixty nine. Honestly. Uh, I had I was working on the schedule for this year uh, earlier in the year, you know, in like February or January or something. And I was like, episode 68, The Haunted Vagina. And then I was like, no. And I just moved it yep. down one because, yep. you know, it's the Halloween spooky month. It's The Haunted Vagina. Why not be fucking, speaking of being fucking basic, whatever. We try to have fun on the show. It's, it's a hobby. You know, we have a good time.
0: All right. Well, we've got one last spooky thing coming up for yeah. listeners do
1: we want to tell people um at least the special I thing mean, about the episode or what
0: yes definitely because i think the last couple times that that happened those were like extra good episodes for us
1: yeah so guess what the antiques freaks are coming back for episode antiques 70. Freaks
0: coming back pew, 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 it, pew, this pew, time pew. it's once again it's they always select the book for us when they show up And this time was an interesting one because it's a movie novelization of a movie I never even heard of until I got this book.
1: Yeah, Uh, so Dee and Ken are going to be on to talk about that book with us. Um, They also already have a companion episode on their podcast about the movie itself. So, you know, we'll be giving you all that information. If you're a listener of both shows, then you may already know what we'll be reading. Actually, maybe not because they've done a couple of movie episodes at this point, but... In any case, we are super excited to have them back, especially for, you know, for a Halloween episode. So get ready to, to learn some shit next time.
0: You will all be hearing that while I am jet setting away in Japan at the end of the month. So Oh, you know. yeah, that's
1: right. Chris, uh, yeah, tell the tell the people. Tell the people.
0: Um, we're going to be recording that one a few days early so I can get it edited out the door before I head to Japan on the 23rd. Uh, For a week, and I come back on the 30th right before Halloween, so I'm going to be properly jet-lagged for that holiday. So that is your chance to spook me real good, I suppose.
1: Yeah, so you're uh, going to spend Halloween asleep.
0: Yeah, essentially. I, I plan on eating as much ramen as possible, checking out all the used music instrument stores that are a 10-minute walk away from my hotel... And going the other direction ten minutes down the road where the, like, hugest collection of collectibles and gaming stuff is located, probably. Because Tokyo is a goddamn huge city. It's, like, six cities in one.
1: Yeah, I've never been to Japan, so I have no idea.
0: Tokyo is literally the largest metropolitan area in the world. Period. Huh. It is, there's, like, six cities that make up Tokyo. Separately.
1: Really? Okay. Yes. Huh. All
0: right. So I can't I, like I'm I've always called myself a, a city mouse by all means. So this is the true test of that.
1: Yeah. Well, I hope you and Adam have a great time. Uh, I hope you enjoy your 36 hours of travel.
0: Oh, yeah. 15 hour flights.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. I'm going
0: to be reading mad, terrible books. I got a couple like a couple queued up, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we'll be we'll be fucking ready to go to record for November when mm-hmm. you get back. Uh yeah, I think otherwise we've got uh we've got another Terriblos torture uh about to go up on the Patreon, so that's exciting for any of y'all at the five or ten dollar level. Uh, you will have another video segment from us. Um, let's see what else. Oh, and then we're uh we're also going to watch the film that is related to the book that we're doing for the next episode. So that'll also be up on the Patreon. Um, probably probably not by the time this episode airs but maybe soon after uh we'll see yeah. certainly in time for the the episode about that movie yeah. book book movie. most book.
0: definitely because we're gonna get that done before i leave as well
1: yeah so uh i don't know i, I don't think we have any other announcements really nope that's no. about it
0: this one's gonna be on slightly shorter side but you know shorter book means shorter episode
1: yeah so uh once again thanks to carol for recommending this i uh, hope you enjoyed the episode uh thanks to our patreon supporters Dari, Greg, Will, Veronica, D, Jared, Lynn, Sinna, Jacob, Torben, a.k.a. Duck King, Bobby Black Cat, Ayame, Jensina, Mayo Cat, and Elliot. If you too want to help support the show, you can head over to patreon.com slash join slash terrible book club to become a patron. At the $5 a month level or higher, you can enjoy special video segments and download audio tracks where Chris and I watch movies or TV show companions to books we've read on the podcast. Uh, We've watched everything from the Maradonia movie to the Left Behind movie. Uh, We watched the second season of The OA, all kinds of fun stuff on there. There's tons of content. Uh, If you cannot or do not want to become a patron, you can listen to Terrible Book Club on the Radio Public app. Uh, By listening on that app specifically, you help passively generate income for the show, Every time you play an episode on the app, we get two cents. And we also get an extra dollar bonus if you listen to three episodes in a row. So if you want to just download that app, it's free. Uh, you can listen to three episodes and then just delete it. Great, you gave us a dollar. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. You can share episodes and links to the show on social media or just tell your friends about it. And finally, you can always leave us a review on iTunes or whatever platform you choose. Those reviews help people um, feel more comfortable giving the show a shot. So that's that's cool. Uh, if you're active in any... I don't know, sort of like communities on social media. It's cool to post us in there if it's relevant. Like if you're in some book groups on Reddit or Facebook or something like, you know, cool to let people let people know in those venues. And remember that we enjoy interacting with you. So if you want to reach out to us, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Goodreads, or you can send an email to terrible at gmail dot com.
0: All right. Is that the whole spiel?
1: Uh, yeah, I think that's it for this week. Um, if we are we gonna see are we gonna talk to y'all again before Halloween? Yeah, I think we will. Okay, so I won't wish you a spooky ween or anything yet, but I uh, good luck getting <laughs> your <laughs> what?
0: We wish you a spooky ween yeah, we, we wish you, we you a spooky we wish you a spooky and a, and a haunted costume. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: God, guys, we got I gotta work in the morning. I'm. I'm out of my mind. Of my yeah,
0: mind. I have to uh wake up, go to my guitar lesson where I'm being taught by someone and they'll go teach other people for seven hours and then come back here and do another T B C related thing immediately after. So I'm just repeating my days here. It's groundhog day for me.
1: The haunted vagina The Haunted Groundhog? Yeah. Groundhog <laughs> the haunted groundhog vagina. That's
0: terrible that's... book loop. <laughs>
1: You know sometimes i feel like we are in a terrible book loop <laughs> like we can never
0: escape oh yeah this is it forever oh, never God. never and ever. And ever. And ever. and ever and ever and ever bye paris
1: bye